Before we turn to the word, I would like to I can't be a big blessing to people if I'm poor and broke and depressed. I don't feel good about myself. Are they which are persecuted for righteousness. I believe in a literal burning Bible hell just as strongly as I believe in a beautiful heaven. No, no, no. Not God bless America. The Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. And pray this simple prayer, Lord, speak to me. If Peter gets angry that people say there's more fish in the sea, they're going to be pretty mad about you crushing <laughs> your dog's windpipe for fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Ah, I fucking hate Peter. Did you see that whole thing? No. With them suggesting new non-animal related uh, cliches? Oh, yeah. I... I... I saw a little bit of it. It's one of those things. Like, is that even real? Like, I feel like I feel like there's so much shit out there that's just clickbait, where they're trying to feed into this idea that like liberals are crazy or conservatives are crazy, so they straw I mean, man it. Peta definitely did that, and like every now and then you'll see them, but they're. I don't think Peta are even liberals. They're just fucking crazy people. Well, they're just yeah, they are specifically Peta. Although I would say that uh, I think that. They're on the left side of the fence. I don't think. Well, yeah, I agree. I agree. I In general, think, there's uh, not a lot of. If you looked at their voter records, uh, it's gonna probably lean a little. I, I don't want to throw you under the bus, but sometimes I wake up uh, at night and I think about an interaction you and I had like 15 years ago, uh, where we were at the back of your dad's car. I thought you said you didn't want to throw me under the bus. <laughs> we were in the back of your dad's car, and there was a uh, guy in front of us who had a bumper sticker that was like. You know, the Lord has made us shepherds of the earth. And you're like, I bet I can find five Bible verses that say the opposite. And I was like, why would you? Like, why would, why would God's stance be like, by the way, fuck this planet? <laughs> I mean. Like, uh, it just it just seemed like, if we're going to pick a left or right or conservative or liberal, I, I feel like yeah. saving. Please, everyone who's listening, don't assume that, that that's an opinion I held past high school. <laughs> Gross. I mean, there's a lot of people that believe that. Like, you see the people, I see it a lot on social media, where people are like, yeah, well, for every for every tree you plant, I'm going to, like, run my car engine just to fuck, fucking get get you back. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> it's like, it's like imagine we're all roommates in the same house, and, like, yeah. it's like, you see that asshole doing dishes? That's why I took a shit on the floor. You're like, cool, cool. Yeah, you got, I have, got him. I have, I have bored a child for every protest you show up to to <laughs> protest Planned Parenthood. Oh, man. A, a wanted child, too. Not even an unwanted one. <laughs> I go into the hospital. I put on my nurse's gown. I just walk out with the bassinet, and I throw it into traffic. <laughs> take that, liberals, I scream. <laughs> no, take that concert. What are you Aborting a child. That's getting the. That's doing that to own the cons. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna say take that. You kind of. Face. You kind of ruined this whole bit. God with damn, that. I'm it awful. Even, yeah. Whatever. No one cares. <sighs> it's gonna be great anyway. Um, that's what happens when you look a gift horse in the anus. Huh? Yeah, that's exactly what you do. Shit all over. Have you ever looked a gift horse in the anus? <laughs> yeah. It's fucking pooped in my face. <laughs> <laughs> that's where the term comes from. Right. Right. Um. Cause yeah, I remember uh, I remember my dad. 
I don't even think he does this anymore. But back when he had conservative friends, he's my my parents are too uh, too insulated now with their MSNBC or whatever. They don't. I don't think they make truly conservative friends anymore. But um, he had a conservative, like a best friend who was conservative, mm-hmm. and they were some. They were some weird dudes. Um, they were these this sweet ass old couple who would like take care of pet squirrels and stuff and rescue animals and like if there was a raccoon with a broken leg they'd rehabilitate or whatever also fiercely conservative hated liberals hated the environment hated environmental protections they're like god damn this uh it's all those clinton regulations trying to save the planet and i remember one time she walked in she was like you know what all these liberals they just want to save every little thing like oh boo-hoo-hoo this squirrel has been eradicated from the earth boo-hoo i was like i don't I don't know what your fucking stance is. Why would you be pumped about that? Like, like, oh, we didn't need that line of squirrels. We didn't need these whales. It takes, um, it's it, at that point, I feel like it's, you're having, God, I don't want this, this podcast is getting way too political, way too fast. Right. But uh, I think at that point, it's just like a, out of spite. Like it has nothing to do with what you believe in. It's just because you disagree with so many things on the opposite side that you're just doing things to be an asshole. I guess. Yeah. Never understood it. And that also bothered me. I'm it doesn't like, make sense. Like it, I'm not saying it was, that it's it was I feel like it's logical. I feel like the church is taking kind of a weird stance cuz uh I remember reading about how um when conservation of species first started coming out and people were saying, "Hey, you know, protect the buffalo, protect the wolves, protect all these things because we're going to eradicate them." I remember reading about People at the time saying, like, what are you fucking stupid? God made all the animals. Do you think he would allow any of them to be eradicated? Like, of course they're fine. They're going to be great. And then from there, from there being like, there's no such thing as extinction. God would never let that happen. To, well, now we're wiping out animals left, right, and center. And they're like, oh, that's, you know, that's probably what God likes. <laughs> Dude, what if Elon Musk builds an ark to leave <laughs> Earth when takes all the animals and a couple supermodels with them? Right. And just starts over on Mars. That would Bible be, 2. That would be pretty good. Bible 2. Do you, Bible think, two. Do, you think, As, do you think he'll take us with us so that we can do a podcast about the new Bible? No, we will not be on his radar at all. <laughs> It'll just be... <laughs> it's, hey, who knows, Let me man. ask you a question. All right, you're Elon. He does some deep dives. You're Elon Musk. And you've okay. got to... And you got to save, let's say, 10 animals that aren't food. Like, you're just... Oh, like, good. No. Like, you, like, forget sheep, forget... Um, Bacon, because it doesn't matter, because you're going to make them all in a lab. You know, like we're all going to do lab-grown meat. So forget livestock. We're going to eat. We're going to eat all the animals. We're going to eat all the animals. But you just got to take ten animals that are just for like uh, marketing value. Like so, like come to Mars. We have penguins still, and they're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then ten people. Well, that's definitely the first one. Yeah, penguins. So you right. cross one off. Right. Ten, so, okay, ten, so ten animals, now, ten people. We're officially now into our review of Genesis. Right. Okay. And we're starting off. We're skipping Adam and Eve because I don't, everyone knows that. So now we're getting it to Noah. <laughs> well, hold on, hold I'm on. Let's, well, let's. I know we can talk about Adam and Eve later, but let me answer your question. Okay. So penguins. Okay. Uh, walrus. Walrus. Okay. Polar bear. Polar bear. Snow leopards. Okay. You got a lot of cold some types. Animals. Yeah, but Mars is cold. Okay. Uh, I want to like. It's going to be easier to brand if you have them all in one thing. Okay. So, and now that's going to cover both my poles. So that's like five, right? Okay. So, so in, like in the equatorial climates where we're going to be able to get it warm eventually, okay. I want bullfrogs, two cans, uh, and 
three different breeds of dog. Three different breeds of dog. <laughs> okay. we'll, yeah. we'll make three different breeds of dog. Uh, I think if I had ten animals, um, I think it would all just be... Uh, it'd be rabbits. It'd just be ten hedgehogs. Rabbits. It'd be fucking Ooh. gophers. It'd be... Uh, What's that small rat thing? You don't want to be keep... preyed on. That's what you're Yeah, thinking. I just want a bunch of things just, just underfoot. Like, <laughs> I just think it'd be funny if you're like, you get to Mars, you're like, everyone watch your step, and it's just covered in rabbit and like gopher shit. And everywhere it's going to be the cutest planet. Animal. Yeah, yeah. This planet's going to be so cute. That'd be great. So that's what we would do is if we were Noah. Yeah, yeah. And then, um, and then fuck the 10 celebrities. I don't care. It's just going to be me and Brad Pitt and George Clooney, and we're going to make a baby. There you go. All right. Question for you. We'll go back a little bit further. Let's cover Adam and Eve. Okay. You are Adam. Right. And Eve is your wife. We'll just we'll just say for this sake. Not a lot of options, but okay. Other. It's your current significant other. You guys have kids. What do you want your children to look like so that you feel fine repopulating Mars with, the- with your own daughters? <laughs> <laughs> what do they have to look okay. like? <laughs> if I had to commit incest... As a matter of survival, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say Chloe Sevigny. Oh, okay. No, no, wait, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then okay. um, who who'd be number two? Uh, number two would be um, who's that? Ryan Gosling. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're on the same page here. <laughs> like, all right, we're gonna I mix like it. it up. Uh, who's that? Um, Obviously, you'd be able to come up with tech where the two of you could reproduce. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. It would be hard. We'd 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 we'd, we'd figure it out. We'd make it work through f- sheer force of will. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's Effort. like in Jurassic Park, right? When the dinosaurs. Well, this is through. great. This has been great. Okay, let's actually get to the Bible today. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So yeah, we wrapped up all of Genesis. We fucking did it. You're this welcome. Is the, this is the episode that's going to exist between twelve and thirteen. Right. This is the actual book club point of the podcast. I mean, the whole thing so if is, you don't, yeah. if you, we're not going to cover any new material. If you're wondering if we're going to get to like Exodus, that's not happening this episode. No, we're just uh, snapshotting all of Genesis. Exodus will come next week. Talking about themes and shit and yeah, what this bullshit. So, um, give me your elevator pitch for Genesis. What was it? So I guess the elevator pitch. So what is Genesis? Why does it exist? Why was it written? If I had to put, having read it now, I would say that it's justification for the existence of God and also sort of justification for the actions of its people, if that makes sense. I feel like it's propaganda. Like, it's kind of like, our God is great, he did all this shit, and this is where we come from, and this is, you know, like... um, like when you talk about like uh, looser definitions for uh, like gods and stuff like that, and like how things happen, like what happened? The, like you ever watch a movie and there's always some bullshit, like uh, like Daddy, where'd the stars come from? And you're like, oh, well, all the previous kings of the past, and they were fucking like, oh, okay, whatever, fine, you know, like uh, yeah, you have to have an you know the creation story, you have to have an explanation for it. Um, and that's basically it. I do have a question for you. Does that line up with what you think, or? Did I yeah, I think mostly I, I like I like to sound uh, um, scholarly, so I like to say it, there's a lot of schematic narrative mm-hmm. in there, if you will. I like that uh, there's so, yeah there's so many things you can point to with their future neighbors, right? It, it, it almost 
it's almost so obvious that at the point they're writing it, each of these little uh, people is is going to become a great civilization that they were neighbored with. You know, it's kind of it's almost just like it's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's like uh, it's what you're saying. It's you're taking what was their real world view at the point it was written. And you're just reducing it all. You're putting it in the pan, the saute pan with some butter, mm-hmm. and you just reduce, reduce the, the sauce. I have a question. Until, uh, you've got where it all came from. Yeah, what's let's that? let's let's kind of work our way through the episodes a little bit. So Adam and Eve, the creation story, all that bullshit. Seth, Cain, Abel. Is that in your mind literal or allegory? I think. Well, if okay, how is it taken? Obviously, it's taken in most cases quite literally, um, with exceptions far and wide. There's all kinds of exceptions to that. But uh, to me, whew, that's tough. I think that I want to say that at the time it was written, it was supposed to be understood to be allegorical. You think so? Do you think like when they asked him, like, hey, where'd the earth come from? Uh, the guy was like, oh, let me tell you a, a, a story that'll shut you the fuck up, but not really give you an answer. Maybe. I mean, so it would have all been, I think by the time they wrote it down, it was so much oral tradition that maybe they didn't even think, maybe they were like, yeah, we know this is, there's obviously going to be some sway to exactly how the story is told, but we got to write it down and this is how it's going to be. I, um, I, I, I think it's the opposite. I think that at the time people took it literally. Like, this is the literal translation. Um, and I think I think you have to. I don't think there's any room, in my opinion, that you either have it. You, you can't have your cake and eat it, too. Like, when you talked okay. about how, like, some Christians can believe in evolution, that, that doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, or like liberal Christians today. Yeah, but that's, again, that's having your cake and eating it, too. You're, you're using yeah, cognitive dissonance. Either you think that, you know, some primordial sludge ate some mitochondria and then some fucking lungfishes started to walk on land, all this bullshit, and then eventually some apes split off, and then now here we are jerking off to, uh, you know, uh, Japanese porn, you know. So somewhere down the line, that, that got us to where we are now, you know. Um, to Do you think in Japan they just call it porn? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Just, I don't know. Uh, my point is, is that that's our decline. <laughs> that's the height of our civilization. I just, to, you know? I just wanted to hone in on the fact that you decided it needed to be Japanese foreign. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, we're proje- we're at the, you're projecting. You know, we've, uh, we're projecting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, 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 Missy struggled with this. And I, and I struggled with this, too, I think, when I first started realizing, you know, it's not like I forced myself to be an atheist. I just sort of gradually realized that, I didn't believe any of the shit that I thought I believed, you know? Yeah. Um, and there's always that weird way. So it, to me, it felt like sort of like if someone had asked me like evolution, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Newton, all this shit. Great. Darwin. Got it. Yeah. It makes all sense. I've studied all the books, taken the coursework. Yeah. It makes sense. Um, the, the Maginot line, <laughs> not the Maginot line. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, no, there's a, Oh fuck! I the Cambrian explosion. No, know, but... no. There's a specific line between Australia and Asia from the second guy. That <laughs> it's probably the Maginot line. It's the Maginot line. I've just been listening to too much Dan Carlin. Um, there you go. But you know what I mean? Like, there's all this evidence for evolution, and I'd be like, "Yeah, I agree with all that." And then someone's like, "And also the Bible." I'm like, "Yeah, I agree with all that too. It's all the same. I got it. It's all. It all works." And yeah, uh, as long as you're not, you don't apply too much scrutiny. Because yeah, I just don't for think. You. I don't think. 
that you can take Genesis as an allegory and still call yourself a Christian. Either you believe it or you don't, is my opinion. And the, and the kind of That's people that like take, oh, I believe this, but I don't believe that, and I believe that, I just go, why do any of it then? Yeah. Yeah, I've had that argument before with someone uh, that it needs to be all or nothing. But I don't know. That's it's a little extreme of a thought. Uh, that's part of So I've decided you asked me in the very first episode, mm-hmm. right? When we started Genesis, you asked me if I believed it, right. the Bible. And here's my answer. I decided I will tell you on the very last episode. I've decided, <laughs> obviously, so we'll be dead. You, you, you've listened to me talking. Uh, so obviously I'm skeptical of a lot of things you've read, but I, that is going to be my personal kind of mission. Mm-hmm. As we do this this series on on the Bible, I'm going to decide. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to try and stay as open minded as I can. I'm going to kind of be your heel. I'm going to be kind of like, you know, the the devil's advocate. Uh, that's a little ironic, but I'm going to uh, try and just see, you know give it the benefit of the doubt, which I know you we're both doing. I know you're, I'm not sure. saying that you're not, but yeah, I'm fine. Um, I remember when I first read this in high school, I hadn't quite made up my mind yet. And as I was reading, I was like, Oh my God, like the evidence, like, Oh, so I guess I'm in my mindset to me, it had to be true because Jews exist and Israel exists and that kind of thing. Like, well, if this isn't what happened, then what, you know, it's not like they came from nothing, you know, it's yeah. not like, and then I think I started seeing, like, uh, I started becoming more aware of, like, cults and the fact that one guy actually can just be like, by the way, I'm the son of God, and he gets 15 followers, and then next thing you know, they're killing themselves in the fucking Jonestown. You're like, oh, all right, I guess yeah, yeah. things can just start out of nothing. I hear you. Um, I think that um, one of the things that I think is interesting is... is It's two religions here, right? Which is kind of wild. You mean Islam and Judaism, or what do you no. mean? No. Well, really, I guess you could almost make that branch into three, but Christianity and Judaism, right? Okay. Like, they're both founded on these stories we're reading. Mm-hmm. And one is going to stop at a certain point, um, and then the other one is going to become this very different experience, right? The way that God is seen and all that. Sure. Where with that one, there's a lot of parable, and there's a lot of allegory. And it's like, so that's kind of what I'm interested in is going from, I'm not saying that Christianity makes more sense, right? It's based on the same book, mm-hmm. but kind of the way that they make God seem more, I don't know. I have no clue. I've never read the New Testament on any level. Yeah, yeah, I hear so you. I have no idea. Yeah, you know, we will. It's it's going to be a couple of years, but we will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm a... Fuck, this book is long, though. I told, I was talking to Missy, we were walking around um, Lake Eola the other day, uh-huh. and um, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm so glad we're done with Genesis, and now we can finally start Exodus, and then we can get to the New Testament. She's like, are you fucking high? Like, do you have any idea how long the Old Testament is? And I was like, it's just the first five books, right? She's like, no, no, there's... <laughs> and then this was the weird part, is that I was like, how many could there be? She's like, there's 66. And I was like, are you shooting me? And she's like, all right, hold out your fingers and start counting. And then, like, some kind of weird Manchurian candidate, she just started rattling off the names of every single book in the Old yeah. Testament. I was like, how the fuck? Granted, Genesis is a pretty fat chunk of it. Yeah. Um, I mean, not at all even close to, like, being a quarter or even an eighth, probably. Mm-hmm. But it's a longer-ish book, okay. I want to say. Um, it's a lot of story covered there. And then, you have the, again, we have the books like Numbers that we're going to fucking blaze through because they're all 
there's not a lot of dis- content that we can break down or that we can mm-hmm. really discuss. Um, it's a lot of just lineage. All right, let's let's get through this. So, what do you think the po- so? In my opinion, like like the story of Adam and Eve, and maybe uh-huh. I'm putting my cynic slant on it. But the story of Adam and Eve to me is like God makes everything, but he sucks. Like, why would you put two people for all eternity in the same fucking garden with uh, the thing that's going to kill him and a snake that's going to tempt him, you know? Sure. Like, to me, it's like um, there was this Shakespearean play, and now I can't remember it. The one where uh, he's dating this girl, but he doesn't trust her, so he has his best friend try to seduce her. You know what I mean? Classy, you know, yeah. and I remember, I think we were in the same English class. God, we're old. Uh, <laughs> uh, where the teacher was like, "Can you believe someone would do that? Like, why would someone try to trick his girlfriend into loving another guy?" And all the girls in the class were like, "Yeah, fuck that guy." And like all the guys were like, "I don't know, kind of makes sense." <laughs> like, well, <laughs> like I get it. Like uh, you know, like well, God, and I've heard people try to justify it. They're like, "Well, God was, you know, he made his commandments, and that was their test, and he gave them everything, and then they fucked it up." I was like, "Well." Why tempt people? Why, why does that make you a good dude? Yeah. And I thought the crux of the entire story was is that God creates all this bullshit fine, and then Eve uses... The snake's like, by the way, you can eat that fruit. And she now is given two sides of it. She's got this sort of ends justifies the mean lie that God's given her. Like, don't do it, you'll die. And then you have someone being like, no, you're, you're mistaken. And then it specifically states that she uses her judgment. She thinks for herself for the first fucking time and decides, you know what? That fruit does look good. I, I, I've heard both sides of things. I've made a decision. I'm going to eat that fucking fruit. I, 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 I'm, I think I'm well capable of deciding if fruit is edible or not. And then uh, the, it punishes her. So in my mind, it's yeah. kind of implicitly stating that. Um, and I know I've heard this from a Christian standpoint in, you know, the movie Bruce Almighty, uh, where, you know, like the whole point is don't use critical thinking. Don't use judgment. Believe God. Believe whatever his plan is. If someone tells you what to do, an authority figure, just do what they fucking say. Because if you try to think for yourself, punishment's awaiting. That's definitely a theme. And obviously, not to get too far out of Genesis, but even in the New Testament, it talks about how, like, you know, oh, all the wise men think they're so smart. But they don't have faith. You know that that happens over and over again. Yeah. Um, that the it's not about being smart or critical, like you said. It's about having faith and feeling things and not thinking things. I guess it also dovetails into another argument that I've heard people say, where like even if you're not, even if you don't believe it's divinity, people will tell me that like, oh well, the Bible at least is like truth and goodness and it's like it, it, it talks about justice and even if you don't believe it this is still a blueprint of how to live your life and that the morals and stories are like what you should be teaching your kids and all that kind of shit and if you're not you're a piece of shit that kind of stuff but to me there's very few stories that I've read certainly in Genesis like I guess my question to you is like not do you believe it but even if you didn't believe it is this something that you would like pass on or like tell your kids and be like hey this is a story you need to know and then base your life on i mean i think that's like historical context right so when these were written maybe they would have been good life lessons in some weird way Mm -hmm. um whereas as the times moved on like the lessons become more complex i think Mm -hmm. um and then of course in the bible you get to where it's very nonviolent. 
it's very, or sorry, in the Bible, you get to the New Testament, it's very nonviolent. It's very much about loving your neighbor, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where, yeah, I guess some of that's, there's stuff, there's plenty of stuff in the Bible, in the, in the New Old Testament about love too. Mm-hmm. Um, and yes, there's stuff to, I guess you could glean from it if you wanted to do that. But that's true of many religions, of Islam, of, of you know, Hinduism. You can find, you can glean, tr- like, good ideas out of it. Or you can have a good story to tell a kid, like a parable, mm-hmm. to, to learn from. But, again, that's not exclusive to the Bible, I don't think. Yeah, I'm just... If that's the tack you're taking, like, what, what makes it so special? Why don't you just, like, make up a cool story? Just explain to your kids why it's important that... You consider other people when you make decisions. Yeah, fair. Let's just keep that in the back of your minds that, like, even if you don't believe it, does this have, like, moral value? Because, um, I don't know. It, it, like, some of these themes, I just go, okay, wh- wh- what is the message here? And to me, the message of Genesis is, like, hey, uh, you know, subservience through God. And I don't even know if Genesis really has a message. Like, I feel like it becomes more heavy-handed there towards the end, maybe. Like, Joseph is probably the first one that, like, Really is like, oh, your fucking this famine is because of God, and I was lifted up by Him, and all this divinity and all this providence is through Him, and blah 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 blah. I mean, all the other ones say it too, you know. Like Jacob was like, man, if it wasn't for God, you'd have fucked me over so hard, that kind of thing. But um, I don't know. It's funny that you say that, and I, I agree to quite an extent that there isn't necessarily a. You, I don't think I could turn to any page of this book. And be like, oh, here's a life lesson, you mm-hmm. know? But that's what pastors do. And they, and like, for real, you could pr- say, hey, Genesis chapter 12 or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and, and tell a preacher to, to make a sermon on it and how that affects the daily life of a 21st century human. And they'll do it. Well, now, I don't know. Obviously, I'm not saying that you would either of us would agree with what they came away with, but they'll freaking do yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I dated art major, so I've I've seen people stream bullshit out of nothing. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is this? They're like, it's a picture of a cup with half a cup of coffee. I'm like, all right. And they're like, what it means is talking about our capitalist society and how we're burning the uh, optimism out of the world. And coffee is a use that obviously is a stimulant to keep us working for our capitalist world. I'm like, well, I just see a fucking cup of coffee. I think you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid bitch. Or yeah, or like, or like lit in high school. Yeah, right? yeah like, like you just you just shit. showed up late to class and you bought half a coffee on a table. Don't fucking try to I'm, tell me I'm this pretty, is some deep cut. Like get the fuck out of here. I'm, I'm pretty sure James Joyce was just high. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So I I don't know. I, I I've seen enough people who uh, spin gold out of bullshit to be like eh, I guess I don't know anyone could fucking know. you and I you and I could probably build a cult. It's like oh and that's why Jacob had to fuck all four slaves and that's why I have four wives. <laughs> I'm not against this podcast turning into that, actually. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. Child brides. Um, <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> didn't expect that, but okay. Sure, that's where it always goes to. There's never not, I don't even it know if there's does. been a, if you're not building a cult, and I'll, this is a, some life pro tip, if you're not building a cult to weasel your way into child brides, then why even do it? Well, what's the point? I know, but you can't tell the people that out front. I'm not even Maybe. telling them out front. That's just gonna, you know, like that's it's going to happen. Uh, they should know. Speaking of cults, I, I know we're not really, but at some point we're gonna get through Genesis. <laughs> but I, I, I mean, we did. I saw this. Uh, yeah, if you want to go back here, you know, fuck that whole, <laughs> fuck this whole episode. We're just gonna talk shit. We're uh, still talking about Genesis. Um, Let's go. 
I remember I was reading about this, uh, not even a cult, just a normal church, I guess. I mean, if you want to call it. I consider all kinds of cults. If you're going to come in on Sunday and talk some fucking crazy shit about zombies and people that come back from the dead and all that other stuff, fine, whatever. Um, seems weird to me. But it was like this priest was like, okay, you guys, we're going to have to have a, a, a camp trip with the pastor and every girl under between 12 and 14 and we're just gonna go on a camp trip and everyone was like all right i'm scared and all the girls were like you know he touches me and they're like shut up he's a man of god you didn't know what was happening you know and uh he gets there and uh, he's like you know guy like the second they get in the camp he's like you know uh christ was married to the church and in many ways i'm kind of like christ so uh you guys should like marry me uh. And stuff like that. I was like, there you go. That's it. And, like, all these parents were like, yeah, we heard about it. And it wasn't until uh, the first one, like, they all came back pregnant that we were like, wait a minute. This isn't adding up. I, I'm starting to think that this was a bad decision. Like, how, how deep into the cut before you started realizing this was weird? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you got to be extra wary of those dudes, right? You would think. I mean, I think you and I both know uh, pastors and youth pastors that have... Uh, Married yeah. young kids, most like probably, Most-ed yeah. Kids. Actually, the the ratio is scary <laughs> tilted. We all know toward, toward predator. Yeah, yeah. but uh, yikes. Anyway, so that's fun. Uh, what did you think about um, the story of Noah? What was that about? <laughs> all I can think of is the picture of Denzel saying, "I didn't know you like to get wet." <laughs> <laughs> No, I just think uh I don't know. That one's a um that one is maybe one that you could draw some um nah, never mind. I, I think it's like one of those things where I, I think if you pick and choose what you like about Genesis or what you like about the Bible in general, that I know we we we've talked to some crazy people on Twitter uh about how uh like, oh, every every story of the Bible is about God's love and God's mercy and all this other stuff. And I feel like I could take it a totally different way. I could feel like you could almost talk about how every story is about mankind's wickedness and God. And God's God's, God's, God's like that mother with the shitty kid who just like, eh, yeah, he just makes a fucking mess. And she's like, okay, I'm okay, I'll pick this up. I'm, oh, sure. Okay, I'll do that. Like, it just seems like God chasing around his people. As they wreck everything. And then sometimes they get a little too big for their britches. He has to knock down the Tower of Babel. He has to flood it. You know, he has to fucking uh, uh, put plagues onto the Pharaoh of Egypt for stealing Abraham's wife and shit like that. But I think I think you could honestly take Genesis as like a lesson on how shitty people are and how they are consistently just garbage, no matter what you do. Yeah. Um, and I think that one probably has more to do with explaining natural phenomenon, such as rivers rising you know mm-hmm. like that was probably the hebrew people's first experience with a with a flood mm-hmm. obviously not a global flood i think there's plenty of evidence that never happened mm-hmm. and that and then that one also is to kind of even though at the end god promises he's not gonna flood the earth again yeah uh, he it still is kind of like a it's a flex you know he's like saying i i could there's, wickedness does pay. <laughs> it pays dividends. Uh, yeah, it's a. I, I don't know. I don't even get it. Because like he kills every man, woman, child because they're all evil and wicked, and it's not like we ever get away from that. Like the rest of the books about how mankind's evil and wicked and all their fucking bullshit, and just doesn't seem like. I, I don't know what the lesson is in Genesis 
in my mind, it's just that mankind sucks and there's nothing, yeah, it is. there's nothing God nor anyone else can do about it. The worst part about it to me, and now that you mention that, is that there's these chosen people, and even though they they screw up as as far as I can tell, as much as anyone I think they else, they screw up more so. You know? Well, that's because we're we're aware I mean, of it. I guess obviously you're going to see their stuff more, but they're at least screwing up as much, and and just because they're the chosen ones, which is completely arbitrary, like they're fine. I don't know. It's pretty shitty. So this is also coming from my concordances, but do you think there's any validity to the idea that? Uh, that this is also a documentation of the decline of spirituality within the Jewish people, or I guess the Israelites, whatever. Because I know we talked I mean, about this in the last episode, but like how like Abraham was like the best, and then as these people... So one of the arguments is that Abraham is the best. And then as the people move to Canaan and keep living, that they just kind of keep being sullied, and they, they get worse and worse as time goes on. I guess, but Abraham was the worst. He never trusted God. Ever. Like, ever. Every time that he had a chance to screw up, he did. I mean, I guess you have the... He did build a lot of altars. Now I that, saw him as that, having the... That, whatever. That could be I, my Bible's full of shit. And they're like, yeah, you could I'm be... I'm sure he made a slave do it. <laughs> like, he didn't do it. That, that could just be the Bible's sort of just bullshit in itself. Like, the people that... Um, the concordance writers, you know? That, like, oh, yeah, here's a guy who's total garbage, but he pays his church dues. I'll tell you that much. He, 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 he looks real good. No. Every time he was tested at all, even in the slightest, he failed. Right. Jacob was slightly better. Isaac was non-existent, right? Isaac shouldn't even be in the Bible. Jacob was slightly better, Walters. and then Joseph. Joseph was like the best. Yeah, I guess I would say so. I mean, I think I think what you have is that maybe Jacob, Israel, and Abraham have more of a personal relationship with God, whereas Joseph is kind of the first guy, maybe that his relationship with God is more implicit. Like God never comes to talk to Joseph. There's never true. A, it's all dreams. There's never an angel. It's it's more like oh, I have a dream, and uh, it's kind of the first instance where like someone's like, "Oh, you're so good at football. That's through God, bro. That's through God." Well, God didn't come down and be like, "Hey, you got to throw that ball real good." You're just you're ascribing something to God. You know, you're giving yeah. You yeah. just hand out. Credit. Well, I mean, it is these dreams or his ability to interpret interpret. Dreams yeah, that's true. I mean, uh, foreseen divination. That's all. That's yeah. powers. That's my superpower. I want. I don't want to. I don't want my superpower to be that I wrestled with God in a tent once. <laughs> now, like, I, now I walk funny. Uh, um, that good limp. So yeah, I, I don't know because like certainly while Joseph, when it counts, is humble. I think Joseph has humility, and that's an interesting aspect to it. But it's not like he makes altars for gods. He doesn't try to like make Hebrew or. A, I don't even know if you call it Judaism at this point. He doesn't try to make like, Judaism the national religion of Israel, you know. He doesn't try to. He doesn't go out of his way to marry uh, another member of his family or some shit, like all his other relatives do. You know. Yeah. He doesn't go back to Laban and be like, "Hey, you got any uh, grandkids for me to fuck?" You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, however, he. I mean, his two kids, who are half Egyptian, mm-hmm. do become like two of the big tribes you know manasseh and Ephraim. i don't know yeah. is it a frame manasseh so it, I think so. yeah he's he's a better person and he and he just didn't i guess get to physically walk with god maybe it's because there's more people on the earth now so god's like busy <laughs> he's busy running yeah. around uh smiting 
you know, Judas kids. Yeah, he's, he's out there. He's out there <laughs> for for busting on the floor. He, he 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 he's like, God, are you ever gonna come down? And he's just like, you just see like a disheveled God with like his his tie all ruffled and his collar. I'm like, I, I got I got I got so much genocide to do, you guys. I'm fucking backed up. I got I got to get this shipped. I've got a couple plagues to dish out. Um, yeah. What about some of the other things that my Bible was talking about is that, um, and again, I think it's making inferences. I don't know if they're pulling from midrashes, which are, I, I think midrashes, I'm not quite sure what their validity is. Like there's some midrashes that are like, well, there is some scrolls written around the same time that have validity that just weren't made canon. So we can kind of, you know, pull from it. It's like, it's like, like there's Lord of the Rings. And then there's yeah. like, well, there's also all these scribblings in J.R.R. Tolkien's safe. You're like, well, that, you know, that's part of it, whatever. Uh, the Cimmerillion or some shit. Um, and then there's just people just making inferences because they're full of shit, you know. And, I, and I'm not, it's yeah. kind of hard to tell the difference. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, you got to think about this. At one point, someone decided this, this is basically a midrash in its own way. Right. You know, the Bible. So... It, it, I guess. Yeah, I see what you're saying, though. Um, but anyway, so my point is is that one of the Midrashers was talking about how, like, um, or my concordance, which states it's based off a of Midrash, was stating that uh, Esau is an atheist, and that's why he gets shit on by Jacob, and that's why he kind of gets his just dessert. Is that uh, there's the two brothers, there's the one that, like, which is weird because it, to me it's just favoritism, or, you know, is it because Isaac gave his blessing to Jacob that God finally talks to Jacob and then oils that stone. Like if it wasn't, if, if, if Rebecca hadn't intervened on shit, would Esau have been fucking his two wives and like killing deer. And then God would have been like, Hey, you got to grease up that rock. That's your rock to grease up now. Like, is that, is that part of it? Is God just doing what Isaac wanted him to do? Was it like passing off a death note? (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's confusing. It's it's inconsistent, and I think that's because, like we talked about in earlier episodes, you've got different people writing this stuff mm-hmm. who have different motives. So for there to be confusing, like, language or, or behavior with different characters, it's I just kind of write it off as whoever was writing at the time saw this as more important. Um, mm. I don't know. And then, like, the fact that the Joseph story was likely stolen from another culture, maybe that's why he doesn't match up with the others. That's why he didn't have his whole, like, altar building, talking to God in a tent situation, because that's not what those people believed. And so... God just shows up with some homies and they eat together. Yeah, it's just... It's just, I think, the fact that different people were writing it is is why you get a lot of that. I know we've talked about kind of... uh spiritual decline in modern times and stuff like that. Do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? I mean, I know there's just plenty of people that are like, oh, all the horrors that the world is now being inflicted upon, it's because there's no God in school and kids don't go Yeah, to probably church. because we're in the, we have the most people and yet the lowest violence of ever <laughs> in the history of humanity. Yeah, but yeah it's, that's probably because we're such bad it's people It's probably now. Grand Theft Auto <laughs> exclusively. I hope so. Uh yeah, I think that, no, I, I'm not worried about that at mm. all. I mean, people are still more than welcome to f- believe whatever the hell they want as long as they're not, you know, killing other people over it, It's kind, It's kind of weird. Like, I'm reading this book, and I don't know, if I had read this 20 years ago, 
Um, I mean, America was a much different place 20 years ago. I probably would have felt completely different about it. But as I'm reading it, I'm just like, and then Jacob wrestled a man in a tent, and then he put his least favorite kids in the front of the phalanx to die. And I was like, ah, people, this is why they hate gays? This is why <laughs> this is their justification for hating on gays? And this is their... They're gonna get angry that Texas schools are teaching evolution or some shit. This is your, this is, this is what you got. This is the best you could come up with. Is this is your fucking divine proof? It just seems like a bunch of bullshit. How can you? Yeah, it's one thing if you want to believe it. It's another thing to to want to determine the the fate, determine the legislation of a nation over over this. You're right. Is a little much. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily. Maybe you know. Maybe back in 1776 when basically everyone here was a Christian. Whatever. You know, you guys do what you want. But at this point, like, we're a little too broad, I think, to uh, for people to want to base their way they vote off of the Bible. Like, I don't know. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll come back or to the people they're voting for. Leviticus. But I knew, um, yeah, we'll, we'll, I, got, I got a story when we get to Leviticus. But um, Okay. Yeah, save it. I do have one thing. Do you, so I know, so just, I think this is like the last little topic I have was that, Allegory or literary, do you think that the story of Jacob's kids have any basis in reality, or are they just sort of retconning based on what the current political structure was like? Because you know what it made me think of? It made me think of like current political structure when the um, Genesis was written. Because it made me think of like how um, Harry Potter... Where, uh-huh. like, well, when Harry first shows up, stick around for this analogy. Harry first shows up, and, like, the Gryffindors are all, like, nice, and they're all chill. And the Slytherins are all sneaky fucking dickheads and, like, Hufflepuffs, whatever. And then when you actually go back in time and meet, like, Slytherin, like, the guy who founded Slytherin, the guy who's, you know, Godric Gryffindor and all that stuff, and their personalities are exactly like their houses, you know? Like, Slytherin's like, ah, fucking yeah. stab you. Ah, fucking kick your ass, you know? It just seems like, well, I can agree that Levi and Simeon probably got radicalized and they're a bunch of shitheads. But you just be like, yeah, and that's how it's always been. 200 years of fucking shitheads. Like, that's how that's how they were, you know? Yeah, so I, I don't think that they're completely fabricated. I think there's probably a chance that someone like some of them existed at some point. You know, like there probably wasn't Abraham-like-ish progenitor right mm-hmm. or whatever did he have these next two kids did that guy have 12 kids that all split up no maybe maybe not i don't know but i i would if i had to bet and obviously there's no way that any of us will ever know but if i had to put money on it and god was here like as the bookie <laughs> okay. i guess uh yeah i would bet that some of it is based off of real people that Livy and simeon were just fucking shitheads yeah kind of like killing people I mean, who doesn't? I mean, I do. I love it. That's actually an interesting thing that I want to. Uh, I'll point that out real quick. If you read the, uh, if you read their blessing in the last episode when we went over the blessing that Jacob gave to all right. of them, and he basically just talks shit about Simeon and Levi, yeah. and he talks about how they hamstring oxen, oxen as they please. <laughs> what, are they just torturing animals? Is that what they're doing? Yeah, yeah obviously. Yeah, but it, it says that they would kill a man. Like, they're angry enough that they would kill someone, yeah, just which uh, is kind of evidence that the Dina story was made up. Yeah. I thought that, because oh. he's like, oh, and you guys killed a guy. So it's like, so even if Dina was raped, it sounds more like Levi and Simeon killed one guy, and then, like, the hype train picks up, like, and then wiped out a whole city. It was one guy. Come on. 
Yeah, it was one freaking dude. I had diarrhea for 15 days. Like, it was one hour. Why are you, why are you lying about this? You know, like, what do you fucking... What do you get? Um, yeah. And then I punched out Hamstringing oxen, though. It's a little bit gross. Hamstringing oxen. That's rude. Why would Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you just hamstring a, a fucking cow? Yeah, why would you hamstring... Well, oxen pull shit, so it's like, ha-ha, take that. <laughs> I just... Anytime oh. someone does something that hurts themselves, I just think of, like... Like, he just, like... Like, he just... Like, his oxen is pulling his cart across the desert. He just hamstrings it. He's like, take that, liberals. They're like, what? Why would you do that? <laughs> That sounds like me playing Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't like it when I beat up my own animal. Yeah, but you shouldn't like it either. I don't know why you're into this. Yeah, but even if it was someone else's, why don't you just kill no, it? Why do you got to torture it? Hamstring it. You got to cut its fucking ends. You're, Gross. you're sick. You're sick. Like, hit it in the head with a hammer. I'm fine with that. The Simians. Oh, yeah. man. Uh, I thought it was funny that he breaks them up. All, all those, the whole thing, it's hard. It's weird to read, like, especially the last part of Genesis. The book of Joseph is kind of. Where the story of Joseph is kind Joseph of fucking crazy, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, now we start getting like weird prophecy and stuff. I mean, there's prophecy throughout, but kind of a weird thing. I'm excited to get to Exodus. I am too. It's gonna. I think the way that Joseph already started to be a little bit more like the narrative we're used to. I think it. We're gonna keep seeing more of that. Um, like a good story. The last thing I had, to, uh, the last topic I wanted to cover was how. Compared to what you thought Genesis would be, compared to what you thought as you were reading it now, what was the difference? Characters are way less redeemable than I remember. That's my biggest one. They seem um, They're all just kind of gross. And, uh, yeah, some of the little details in there. And then also reading about, um, with my concordance and with, like, the, that book I'm reading on the side, uh, just how obvious it is that there's these little weird quirks that uh all, all it takes is even a cursory look at the hebrew the original writing to see these things that kind of uh breaks that uh gloss of divinity from it yeah yeah which of course is something that never gets brought up apparently pastors know all this because they learn it at seminary oh, should, yeah they just don't uh you know <laughs> Bring up, this is things. how we know this is all made up bullshit be like i'll oh, skip that part yeah uh so. It, it's kind of, like when you start talking about the origin and stuff like that and why they would have said these things, you know? Um, yeah. I came from, obviously, the opposite of the spectrum. I thought it was going to be shit. So I'll tell you this. I was pleasantly surprised, especially towards the end. Yep. I, was like, I was like, this is kind of a... Especially when you start getting to Joseph. I was like, that's kind of interesting, you know? Um, it is a cool and story. I know, and I've read a little bit of Exodus where I can kind of like, man, this is actually... We're starting to actually get into, like, you know, on a literary value. If you consider it a book of fiction, I'd be like, yeah, it's kind of well-written. It's kind of an interesting little plot, little... Yeah, some yeah, friends yeah. become enemies. Some enemies become friends. It's not too terrible. Yeah, and so many themes from here and uh, that that are present in Western literature mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of makes a lot of fiction you do consume make more sense, or like you start to see parallels and stuff. Uh, I saw this meme a long, long time ago, but someone was complaining about Shakespeare and to a teacher, and uh-huh. the teacher was like, "What are you talking about Shakespeare?" He's like, "It's all fucking cliches." Like, what? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah like, <laughs> it's just, the story's just like the Lion yeah, King. Yeah, it's not oh, bullshit. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I just saw... This is Hamlet bullshit. Yeah, yeah. What's, all this, what's all this uh, 10 things I hate about you bullshit? You stole it. Like, like, yeah. I wonder what, why do you think that is, buddy? <laughs> what is this, the Bronx Tale? Yeah, <laughs> where it's kind of like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it started to make sense, you know? That's funny. You excited about uh, yep. Exodus? Oh, yeah, dude. I'm going to X this out. 
thus. I think I think that's as much rambling as that. this episode can handle. Yeah, yeah. So basically, we talked about shit that everyone already knew. <laughs> and But, you know, with this, we lay Genesis to rest. Um, all right, folks. Well, that's the book of Genesis. Uh, excited to have you all back for episode 13. We're going to crack into Exodus with the story of Moses. What do you think? Uh, and, well, I guess uh, you already know what Exodus is going to be. I was like, like when I read when like, Genesis is over, I'm like, the end, and everybody was happily ever after, and everyone's cool in Egypt. Yeah. And then, Exodus, better not for not, long. Exodus better not break my heart. It's going to hurt a little bit. I mean, you know what an Exodus <laughs> yeah. is. So it's not the first, or maybe it is the first, but it's certainly not the last time the Jews are going to get kicked out of somewhere. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, what's our Twitter handle? Twitter handle is at Irrevelations, and you can email us at irrevelationspodcast at gmail.com. Don't be shy, I'll say. Don't be a little uh, Benjamin, you know. Be a Levi. Come at us with your sword. Or just lurk, because I feel like our Twitter handle, as like we're sit- I feel like I'm like that guy at Comic-Con with the table and no one's coming up for an autograph, so now things yeah. are getting a little bit weird. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you don't got to engage, though. Just hit the like button every now yeah. and then. If you're one of our 11 followers, <laughs> hit the like button. That's all we all I, all, I just want us to stop at My 12 sister followers. Does. We're going to be just like Jesus. That's all we need. My sister hits the like button sometimes, so we have her. I'm going to hit her. But that's kind of – that actually makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week with Exodus. Exodus.